A new global report says that it will take 131 years for women to catch up to men. That feels obviously like it's way too long. This report looked at a few different areas where there still remains to be a gap. Education, political empowerment, and economic participation. So let's find out exactly where Canada stacks up and what we need to do about it. Our guest joining us is the principal of Relentless Economics, a senior fellow for economics and population change at the McDonald-Laurier Institute, Linda Nazareth. Linda, thanks for making the time. Really appreciate it. Well, happy to be here, Chelsea. Happy to have you, but obviously this is pretty alarming to, to have a conversation about something so shocking. 131 years for women to catch up to men. I need us to just start right there and clarify exactly what we're talking about, because I thought that we had been making some pretty significant progress. Actually, the numbers aren't as encouraging as we'd like them to be. Now, this comes from the World Economic Forum. They've been publishing this in some form since about 2006. And over that period, this number, uh, the gap that they're looking at, has improved a little bit, but not a whole lot. Now, let's remember, this is a global report. So we are talking about some countries being ahead of uh, others. But before we think that, you know, Canada is uh, way ahead or North America is way ahead, it'll still take about 95 years to close the gap in North America. So uh, a little bit better, but certainly not very encouraging. Okay, and I appreciate you clarifying that because I think that is something to kind of be mindful of and to keep the perspective on. But where does Canada stack up then when we're comparing other countries within this global report? Well, we uh, if you look at the gap between women and men on different Indicators. I mean, the World Economic Forum looks at health, looks at education, political empowerment, and the economy. Overall, 77% of the gap is closed. So that okay. is not fantastic, but in, uh, there are things here that are positive. First of all, health access between women and men, almost the same. We're a little bit below for uh, various reasons, but certainly education, fully closed gap. In fact, Canada has the best record on that, giving women, girls, full access to education. And, and as we know, more women are young going to universities, colleges these days. Where we're falling behind is on the economy. Uh, there's still a wage gap, and there's still not great progress on getting women into C-suite uh, boards. And in terms of uh, the political arena, women holding political power, and I was a little bit surprised to see that, is still far behind men. So uh, a lot of work to do, and it's not like one thing to fix. It's a lot of, a lot of things to fix. What can we reasonably attribute that to? Is it that women still hold too much responsibility in other areas that taking on some of these positions in politics, for example, is just unrealistic given the the, the responsibilities that a woman might have in other areas of her life? I think that's part of it, Chelsea. Uh, if you're looking at the workplace, we know that the participation rate women in the workplace is not equal to men, particularly uh, in certain years of their lives. You're more likely to be taking care of children or aging parents. Right. Uh, the child care options aren't always fantastic. So, you know, that holds women back. But I don't think it's, you know, looking after kids that are stopping women being on boards. Okay, that's decision making. And you can say there aren't the supply of women, uh, that you know, they haven't attained the stature needed to be on boards yet. I would argue that's probably not completely true, that they are uh, just not not being 
know, the word is not being marketed the right way uh, or that there's actual bias there. I'm not really sure. But clearly, when you look at these numbers, you say, you know, this, is, uh, this isn't great. We still have a 17% gender pay gap. I think that one is, if you take it apart, not as bad as it might be. If you look at full-time workers, men and women, that one's a lot more closed. But still, there's, there's unequal opportunities. What are the stakes here, Linda, when we're looking at the overall economic impact of our country and there's still remaining a gap in some of these areas? What does that do to the well-being of our country and to gender parity as a whole? Yeah, you know, you lose a lot when you don't harness the uh, potential of a large chunk of the population. Mm. Right? There's going to be an economic cost to this. If you look at GDP in Canada, there was a study by Statistics Canada in 2018. They said 49% of GDP was attributable to the work of men, 29% was attributable to the work of women, and the rest was uh, a mix of factors from foreign entities or whatever. But still, the fact that men are contributing more because they're working full-time more, they're also working in a higher value industries or occupations and that's something to think about too you know i don't think we can be complacent right now we are talking about the economy just about to change a lot because of technology Um, a lot of people potentially losing their footing and you don't want to have anyone not be in a good spot for this so uh, and i think you could argue that women in some industries are particularly vulnerable because of how technology will change things so uh, you know this is the time to think about reskilling everyone and making uh, making sure we get what we need because Canadian productivity has been lagging U.S. and global productivity for many years. This is not a time to fall further behind. So, what are some what are some reasonable things that we should be doing as a country? I mean, is it looking at other areas, other countries that have closed this gap a little bit more substantially? You notice that Iceland stacks up really nicely in terms of equality. Is it looking to those other countries and seeing what they're doing and trying to model some of our um, some of our moves forward after them? Sure. I mean, that's something to do. In fact, I thought it was kind of eye-opening that uh, Europe is well ahead of Canada. And Iceland, yes, top of the pack. I think the U.S. or Canada might have thought they'd be um, ahead of a country like Iceland, but no, apparently not. Um, You know, in this report, the World Economic Forum mentioned STEM, saying this is a huge growth area. And, you know, do you have graduates of both sexes in in STEM occupations, talking about uh, engineering and math and the like, only 31% of Canadian graduates are female in STEM. And we know women are going to universities and colleges, but they're not necessarily in these fields. That's not for everyone. But again, you know, you want to make sure everyone has opportunities and everyone is, is thinking of the possibilities. So some things will be uh, fixed because of the education part of this, but not necessarily everything. I mean, also, uh, we're looking for a look at the number, looked at the number of women who are working in artificial intelligence. They, they actually put that uh, as a separate consideration. So this is a field that's going to be a powerful economic force. Are you, do you have the, uh, the leadership coming from both sexes here and possibly and potentially not? So, you know, I think that's something we should think about, too, making sure we're represented in all fields. But again, you know, there's no quick fix here. It's mostly smaller things. I mean, you can change policy. uh, You can change 
how how we work. And I would argue, and I've reports have said that you know flexibility in work, whether it's from home or hours or uh, you know, hybrid arrangements, is beneficial to both sexes, but women particularly like it. Uh, so that is a uh, a positive. Having said that, when you do that, you have to manage properly. You can't say, okay, you can work from home, mm-hmm. and then be the leader who says, I don't see this person, so I'm not going to promote right. them, right? Right. It's like, so it, it takes a lot. Yeah, you know, and as you're speaking, I'm, I'm thinking about these, these examples that I would have thought that us as Canada, you know, could consider progress. Things like hybrid working models that we've largely adopted in, in a lot of sectors, and thinking, you know, about politics in general. We've got to, uh, we've got a female mayor in Toronto and in Montreal and a female premier here in Alberta. It feels like we're making mm-hmm. progress. So this is this is shocking to see that there still remains a, a gap, but I think something really, really important to keep talking about and to keep highlighting. As I mentioned, this global report says it will take 131 years for women to catch up to men. And, and as you suggested, Linda, this is something we need to be mindful of, the fact that this is on a global scale. In Canada, do the numbers look a little bit more promising? Is there some good news? Um, I, I don't believe we have a breakdown exactly on this for Canada. We have it for North America, so including mm-hmm. the U.S. It'll take 95 years, if that makes you feel better. It doesn't, but I appreciate you breaking okay. that down. <laughs> well, well, but you know what? There's some, when you think about how things were 50 or 60 years ago, there has been progress. Uh, when they said that um, one of the things world, the World Economic Forum mentioned was that Canadian women have full access to financial services. Oh, well, that's you know pretty basic. But it was 1964 before a woman could open a bank account in Canada without her husband's signature. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so still some progress to be mindful of, but still uh, definitely a ways to go. Linda, thank you so much for uh, your time this afternoon and uh, for sharing all of your knowledge in this area. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Chelsea. Of course. That's Linda Nazareth, Principal of Relentless Economics and Senior Fellow for Economics and Population Change at the McDonald-Laurier Institute.